this week on Erotic Awakening, transitioning into kink with love, a bit of anal, the secrets of Facebook. We have handpicked some fun and erotic items, including Dan and Dawn's Kinkstarter cards and the Intro to Vibe, bundled them together in a cost savings bundle. Support the podcast and get savings. Check it out at box.eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine day? Pretty good. So, though they should get from the title that this is an adult-natured <laughs> podcast. Uh, because of transitioning the, to kink with love or a bit of anal? A bit of anal. Ah. <laughs> jumped out at me. <laughs> So, uh, today on the podcast, we have a variety of things going on. You have a question of the day, which we turned into the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. And we are also going to talk about, uh, go back to our questions, of our kinky questions, or our dirty questions, our oh, sex, the questions. sex questions. Oh, awesome. sex questions. Yes. We also got a visit. I'm surprised you didn't put that up in, the, in this week. And we've got a few things going on. And let's talk about that visit. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you've heard us mention Voy George, one of our tentacle supporters, as well as uh, contacts us and makes comments about the show and such. Absolutely. And he'll send me um, random things. Was walking along the street, saw this, and will send me a picture of, like, oh, I remember one being, like, uh, a tentacle's on glass that it's it just kind of and when you saw it if I remember right you saw the reflection of the street oh. around it and stuff like that so uh, just all kinds of tentacle links but he also at one point sent me this little dish that's got the tentacles in it and I actually put my wedding rings in that every night before I go to sleep Aww. that's kind of kind of it's just a little dish but it's well, really pretty the reason that we mentioned Voy George is that uh, Hika was in the Columbus not too long ago and we were having our kinky and geeky night at mm-hmm. the space and he came by and hung out with us for a while that was really neat yep so we get to meet some of our podcast listeners every now and then and uh that was just kind of cool. So and and kinky and geeky. So it's it's board games in one room and kink furniture in another. And did he end up winning that board game? He did. Red Dragon Inn. He nice. is the leader of the Columbus Red Dragon Inn. Nice. That was cool because it was actually two newbies. It was Boy George and it was one of our other newest members of the space that were battling it out there at the end. So with the board game, that was and cool. that that actually leads me into one of the things I want to talk about today. How nice it was to run into Boy George, and what if we were in your city? Could we run into you? Ooh. Well, there's a new way that you can communicate, contact, and interact with Dan and Don, and also a way that we can say thank you if you're a supporter of the financial uh, bit of the podcast. You oh, don't yeah. even know what, where this I'm is going, not. do I'm you? I'm giving you this all confused look, aren't I? Yes, just puppy. like Ginger does, yes. <laughs> if you go over to the Buy Dan and Dawn page, you'll see a brand new little thing that allows, don't do it now. <laughs> don't do it while you're driving either. But there's a little link there that says you can send us a message. And what we will do is add you to our brand new secret Facebook group. That allows you to interact with Don and I on our, on our Facebook accounts. Nice. In a group of other podcast listeners that's completely secret from your Aunt Martha and your kids. <laughs> um, there is a public erotic awakening group, but you and I really don't use it a whole lot. 
And I'm hoping that the secret group will actually lead us to some conversations and the opportunity to interact with some some of our podcast listeners. Right, right. Yeah, we have the page that advertises the podcast, but I don't because it's linked to my vanilla Facebook account. I don't make a lot of comments mm-hmm. on it, so it'd be nice to have a secret group. That's awesome. So again, to get on that group, all you have to do is head over to the By Dan and Dawn website or the page. Actually, the page is eroticawakening.com, and you'll see a link to By Dan and Dawn. And the it's kind of on the honor system. We're asking that uh, if you have ever bought anything either directly from us, like a Kickstarter card or a our brand new box at box.eroticawakening.com. Or anything from any of our supporters, like KJ Keynes or any of the other uh, groups that have supported us along the way, then feel free to join that group. And thanks. And we'll see you there. And we'll chitter-chat and stuff like That's that. That's awesome. I like that idea. Because I can't get on to FET to chitter-chat at work. Right, exactly. But Facebook, everybody's on Facebook. Yeah. The uh, other thing I want to mention real quick about that is... Um, so I mentioned the the uh, new box that we have, our, one of our newest sponsors, the sale 30% off of all things at box.eroticawakening.com ends on August 5th. Right now, you can save 30% by typing in Erotic Awakening 30. Nice. All right, 30%, 30% is a lot, so take a advantage good chunk. of it. Enough of the advertising junk. Uh, hopefully you guys are finding value in some of the stuff that we're putting out there. We love our little intro to vibe. It is super naughty fun. <laughs> but um, let's get into something else. What else do you want to talk about? Where should we go? Well, should we to go into our little naughty questions? Oh, we could go into the naughty questions, but you know what else is interesting? What's that? So pod- talking about podcast listeners, it really is 6 a.m., isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem with big words last night, too. But um, you got talking about comic books. On the last show, I think it was. Oh, yeah, started that's reading right. comic books again. So, um, um, not sure if I should say his name or not, but sure. So, Johnny Jackhammer mm-hmm. replied to you and said that um, he was also a collector. <laughs> Is the reason you were pausing on his name? Because we mentioned him when it, from a kink perspective, but right. you didn't want to out, out him as a him geek. As a comic I got geek. But, here, let's throw it back into the kink realm, though. So, he said that he had this huge collection of uh, comic books and that some of them were, how did he describe it? I call them pornographic novels. They're really porn comic books. But he explained somehow that he had some of those. And I'm like, you know what? There is actually a porn comic book that I used to like. Um, Bondage Fairies is what we talked about last on the last show. Mm-hmm. But um, I had one that I came across as a mid-teen. And it was called Beauty and the Beast. Lo and behold... He's got that comic book. Sent me the cover of it. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, that's the comic book. And I should have it in the mail just this week. It's really funny. That's how I got started reading comics again. because of some, Not because of a porn comic, but because right. something of my, from my youth. So maybe this is going to get you on a new hobby. Well, it's funny because I didn't even remember about that Beauty and the Beast comic book until we went to go see Beauty and the Beast musical on stage. (laughs) And you're like, why do you want to see this? And I'm like, you know, I really don't know. And then it's like we started, we were on our way there or something and it clicked in my head. Oh yeah, because I'm expecting to see porn on stage. Wait, (laughs) this is a kid's... This is a kids' show, not what I read in a comic book. Although it wasn't a bad musical. 
No, it was. It was really good. So thank you, Johnny Jackhammer. Thank you, Boy George. We got some. We got some really good, really good listeners. Oh yeah, really no, and, and thanks to all of our listeners and all everybody. Either, either either if you're, you know, people even just by writing us and saying, hey, thanks for you know, uh, here we are up at six a.m. trying to get this podcast out, and um, you know, we appreciate everybody out there that's supporting us either just by listening, buying our shit, or writing us and letting us mm-hmm. know, hey, thanks for you know. Being up at 6 a.m. right doing a podcast. After being up to 11 last night after the Tantra share. Oh, the Tantra share is pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, so fun. Dawn, uh, number 11. Uh oh. Do you like having your anus touched? Uh, if I say anything other than yes, you're going to fall over with a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. I mean, this is very clear. Um, have you ever, I, oh, and no, I do not like my anus being touched. Although I don't know that I've ever tried it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've never had anybody, uh, touch, touch my anus and I'm really not into having people touch my anus. Right. So at the moment that's a nay-nay zone. (laughs) Nay-nay zone. I heard a comedian Have you, uh, John Pinchet. Yes. And I was going to write his name down. His Comedy is so funny. I was listening to him last night in my own car, laughing my ass yeah. off. <laughs> uh, we was it about going to the water park? Yes. Yeah, I was listening to that as well. Uh, it's really funny that a lot of the comedians that are out there now, I don't find particularly no, funny. A lot I don't of people either. love Kevin Hart, and I'm not a big Kevin Hart fan. I listen to the comedians, the comedy station on Sirius, and I'm like, there must be something wrong with me. I don't find this stuff funny. But then, yeah, that John came on talking about the water park, and I laughed my yeah, ass yeah. off. And I can listen to Mitch Hedberg <laughs> all day. But let's get back to the porn. <laughs> I'm sure he would have a nice. Sure, he would have a nice bit about this whole thing. How he's being used for our sex questions. Uh, number twelve. Have you ever been fisted? Mm-hmm. Anally. Not. You had to throw that in there. So yes, I like my anus touch. No, I have never been anally fisted. So I'm not sure that I'm really interested in being anally fisted. I love being fisted normally, right? How, mm-hmm. What do you call that? Cunt fisting or whatever? Cunt punching? No, it's cunt fisting. Um, I love that. Um, sometimes it can be difficult because I've had surgery there, so I've got scar tissue that I didn't used to have that mm-hmm. doesn't stretch the same way. Um, so I love regular fisting. But anal fisting? I, I, I'm afraid things won't go back together. And yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and I've seen anal fisting and I've seen how wide it stretches things. Mm-hmm. And whereas regular fisting, I've had babies before, so I know everything's going to shrink back. Right. Anal fisting, there's just that fear that it won't. You know, I am, uh, we're bringing in a presenter to talk about anal fisting uh-huh. at the space in a little while, but uh, currently, I would pull the MasterCard and say, I, you are not allowed to be anally fisted. I think well, it's, yeah. it's, feels that it would be disruptive to your body to that much. But again, if you are a podcast listener, if you're a big fan and you have experienced anal fisting, feel free to write in and we'll talk to you about it. Because to me, I'm just looking at it going, that's got to be damaging to the body. I I don't know. Right. I mean, and obviously people do it. And I've seen uh, some really uh, extreme porn mm-hmm. of people having some huge things going in their anus. Like, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? People do it. Yeah, people do it and have a really great time with it. And like we said, we've seen it done before, but 
not my interest. And you know what? I can remember a long time ago when I had someone on a Yahoo Messenger that asked if I liked fisting. And I said, yeah, it's what I want to try. And they're like, good, because I'm interested in doing both. And I want to do them both to you at the same time. You pulled the MasterCard <laughs> then, too. So you pulled the MasterCard then and said no, which I'm, I'm perfectly fine with. So on that level. And uh, the next... Uh... One, we'll take the next one and then we'll move on. Do you like mild roughness? Scratching, spanking, hair pulling, etc. Yes. So, absolutely. And I've actually... See, I thought you were going to say no. Why? I like real, real roughness, well, mild. That's... Fuck the mild thing. <laughs> but I do like the mild mixed in there, too. And I used to date someone that um, we never... We never got to where we played really intensely and we never got to the sex part. But we definitely were at the mild... Mm-hmm. The mile, oh, okay. so yeah, yeah, scratching, yeah, yeah. scratching, light biting, things like that. So, well, that will be the questions from our sex list today. Oh, we have to get into questions. your uh, question or our topic actually of the day. First, we do have to mention we do have some new subscribers to the newsletter. I, I swear, I'll get one out for July. The newsletter, so because I would like to do an update on the space for the the newsletter too. I meant to get it out for June, and it just fall kept falling down my <laughs> list of things to do. So, um, so for the new subscribers, we have Kinky Kitten in North LA and Vad from Russia. V A I D Vad. Vid Vad. Vid Vad. Yep. yep. Welcome. So, welcome. <laughs> If you would like to subscribe to the newsletter or get a hold of us for any other reason, there's a variety of ways to do that. For example, you can write Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or you can find us on FetLife. Um, our group is Erotic Awakening. Two words. Look for the owners. And that's us. Other ways to contact us as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. Dawn, really quick. Are you aware that FetLife has gone to some new um, you-have-to-be-invited model before you can join? No. Then we will not talk about that today. Okay. I will catch you up, and you can see if you've got... A lot of uh, podcasters have opinions about that, so we'll see if you have an opinion. Okay. You can uh, move on from here to our... Uh, well, what is this thing about... Who was listening last week? What is that? Her breasts required a firmer touch. Oh, oh, oh. So, are you looking at notes where I just threw something on there from a... Um, so, somebody wrote in, podcast listener. I was listening to last week's podcast and heard Dawn make a comment along the lines that she thought her body was a little different, that her breast required a firmer touch. Remember, we were talking the sex questions and do I like my nipples touched? And I yeah. said, yes, as long as it's not soft. So, I like a harder, firmer touch. And she was just writing and said, I felt compelled to assure you, Dawn, that this may not be common, but you're definitely not alone. I've actually been reduced to peeking inside my shirt in order to tell if someone was actually touching my <laughs> boobs or not. He was, oh dear. Probably too much information, but I wanted to show a little squeeze harder, please, solidarity. That was by <laughs> Jay-Z. So, <laughs> awesome. So, I like that. It's kind of neat. So, firmer, please, and... Like I said, I think that's how you and I got started with the whole uh, DS thing. Absolutely. So, or at least the the um, the uh, S and M, the bond, the BDSM part of it. So, because I figured out that I liked harder, and you allowed me to express it, and there we go. <laughs> Fair enough. So, tell me about our topic for today. 
Okay, so our topic for today came to me through, oh, it's all in black. That means it came from FetLife. So, and they were asking me this question, and I think they just wanted or expected a quickie answer, but instead, um, between you and me, we probably get a long answer for this one. And it says, I'm separated from my vanilla monogamous husband, and I'm trying to figure out if BDSM and poly is right for me. I know to my core that it is, and it's breaking my heart that I'm destroying my vanilla marriage with my best friend. I love him, but there is no passion or joy sexually, and I feel trapped. I wonder if you could cover the transition from a vanilla marriage to a poly and BDSM life. It seems to be a fairly common path, especially among the women I have met in the community. And I read that and I went, okay, well, I could type out a couple of pages to you or just answer it on the podcast because that is my story. You know, I was married to a vanilla person, mm-hmm. right? We were friends, we, you know, and um, then I found kink and poly before knowing there were words for them, right? And it felt like coming home. Mm. Now, I don't know if, with, with this question, I don't know if they broke up and then she found the kink and poly world, or if she found the kink and poly world and then they broke up. For me, I found the kink and poly world, tried to pull husband into it because I wanted to share all this excitement with him. He wasn't able to handle it. He's definitely vanilla and... Not just because of that, we were already on the you know the down and out, but um, that was a big push towards actually leaving him as well. So because like her, I had no joy left sexually. I felt trapped. Um, I had found something that brought me joy, but he didn't want to be a part of it, and really had negative feelings about me for wanting to be part of it. Hmm. Um, getting that look. And seeing that look on his face when I brought up something exciting. And, you know, that, that was just the final, the final push. Like I said, there was other stuff that had been going on before then that had almost led me to leaving him. But uh, this, this was the final push. So, you know, how did I go from, well, from that? Yeah, and first off, I, I do want to say it's a really it's a heartbreaking situation that this writer is in. Mm-hmm. You know where they're saying they're still in love with him and it is their, her best friend. And I wish uh, if you, oh listener, and your partner would like to come to Beyond the Love, I would be happy to compensate or comp you tickets in so that your partner can see that polyamory is just another style of love. Sometimes our issue, our partners have is lack of education, lack of understanding what it's really about. So that's one aspect of it. I want to be supported by the person I love. And if you'd gone to your partner and said, hey, I've got this brand new interest in fishing, and your partner's like, well, I'm not into fishing, and I think fishing's kind of dumb. As a matter of fact, it may even be a little dangerous. But I love you, so go dig it. Go have fun fishing, right? Is one thing, but if they respond by saying, well, I don't like fishing, so you're not allowed to go fishing either. You know, that's a totally different response for somebody to give you. If they give you the response that's, you know, at least, you know, I don't like it, so you can't do it either. Um, is that based on some kind of a fear, right? And probably your partner's dealing with a lot of fear. If you're into this then, you know, you must not be into me. 
very challenging situation. And again, it's it's heartbreaking when, like Don, you, like you said, Don, this sense of finding polyamory and finding BDSM as a sense of homecoming mm-hmm. and not being able to bring your partner home with you. Right, right. So, and I can't tell by this, like I said, if, if she's even mentioned it to him, but... You know, if she has and that's part of the breakup, then, you know, that's just, that is heartbreaking. If the breakups happen and then she found it and hasn't shared it with him, I mean, uh, Well, I then, hate, then we I can... Hate, then... Let's simplify. Okay. Go tell him. Right. Say, I love you. You're my best friend. I'm into some kinky shit. Is there a way that we can work that together? Because I want to stay with you, but I still want to be authentic to myself. Right. And that's the key... So regardless of what the situation is, you know, you have to be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, that's, and that's true. And that, like I said, that ended up being my huge motivator for actually following through with the divorce. Because I talked to my, my mother who said, what do you mean you're getting a divorce? I haven't been happy with your dad for years, but I'm sticking it out. <laughs> and then I talked to my ex-mother-in-law and she goes, what do you mean you're getting a divorce? I'm not happy, but I've stuck with, you know, my husband for so many years and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then I would hear one of the women say that she gave up this for this and that for that. And I'm like, you know, neither one of them are happy. The men aren't happy. I'm just, I want to live my authentic self. And my Mm -hmm. authentic self is to at least give Polly a try and to give Kink a try. And um, so... How did we transition? I mean, because you went from a vanilla marriage as well to transitioning to a poly and kink world. Um, for me, I kind of did it slow, but that's because when I was getting into the kink, kink world was first, um, there wasn't much available. So pe- now there's so much out there that you can absolutely jump in feet first and you just got to be aware that it's a different type of world than the vanilla world. So communication's a little different. It's usually more open. Um, in the kink world and poly world, well, I don't know about the poly world, but the kink world, people are usually very empowered with their sexuality. Oh, I think it's um, true in the poly world as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, so, um, for the most part. So how is she going to proceed from here, right? How do you... I mean, you really cannot... You know, we talk a lot about it. There's going to be a point in your life where you're going to be sitting on a rocking chair looking back at your life. Mm-hmm. And knowing which one you're going to regret more. You know, not expressing yourself authentically um, in poly and BDSM or losing this partner that's the love of your life, right? Right. Now, obviously, you want to... I'm a big fan of, you know, you want both to happen for you. But the reality is, if you're that, if you find that polyamory and BDSM is your home, you're not going to be able to, you, to fight that. Right. You're not going to be able to just not. And you'll end up resenting him. Mm. So or, and that's how people back. cheat on people, right? right? Because they want both. And they don't, you know, at, at some point, well, I don't want to give up my lover and I don't want to give up my authentic self. And, you know, for myself, all you can do. Is give your partner the truth. Say, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny question, thing is, the, the question starts with, you know, I don't know if I'm into poly and BDSM, but I feel in my core it's who I am. Yes, you know. You know that's who you are. Right. Now, we've, now we can tell you there's many success stories of people that started off in a situation 
where one partner is polyamorous, the other partner is mon- monogamous. Uh, one of the classes at Beyond the Love this year, actually, is going to be straight laced in leather. Right. You know, because we know a lot. Oh, hell, I'm in that situation where I'm a kinky bastard. Mm-hmm. But Karen, who's been with me for nine years, is vanilla as it comes, you know. Um, so there's a lot of perturbations, a lot of opportunities that it can work. Right. Regardless of you and your partner being the same. Not telling you it will work, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly Don and I are available and would be happy to talk to both of you. Obviously, I don't know where you guys live. Um, so, But, even you know, maybe via Skype or something, if you find that of value. Because it is, I feel, on one hand, separating from your partner for this sort of thing is a heartbreaking thing. Not being your authentic self is a heartbreaking thing. Right. You know? So you, you, you have to... Address it and, and, and take the burden of losing something and continuing on. Yeah. So, and then, you know, what popped into my head was it, it, we only get one life, you know, there's no guarantee that we get to come back and do this again. Maybe we do, maybe we don't, I don't have that answer. So why not live it to its fullest? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, some people are able to, to have both bring their vanilla partner into it you know and sometimes that just doesn't work so you know be your authentic self do it gently you know that's one of the things is do it gently you know yeah absolutely when i when i let that let the ex go i it it, i still attempted to do it gently it wasn't kick him to the curb and party on garth (laughs) you know it it was still gently treating his feelings gently because he is allowed to feel his feelings Mm -hmm. as well and be his authentic self but it starts off with that self appreciate that that looking in the mirror and saying, "Look, this is who I am." Right. Um, and I'm personally a big fan of you have to answer to yourself first before your partner. So, regardless of how much some you may love a partner, unless you're living your own authentic life, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so she also did we cover? She um, asked. Can you cover the transition from vanilla marriage to a poly and BDSM life? So, I mean, because we both transitioned to that. Did we? Yeah, we both came from vanilla and then transitioned. I mean, we were, you and I were never. Yeah, see, I I read that message. I read that to say, how do I transition my vanilla marriage into. Oh, see, and I see it as her asking transition from a vanilla marriage to a poly and BDSM life. So I see one as vanilla married oh, okay. and one as being the single woman going out to the poly and BDSM life. So, you know, um, she did not want her name mentioned, but if you want to clarify some of this, I'm perfectly willing to keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So if you have more questions or if whatever we talked about brought up more questions in your head. So feel free to write me back. Yes. And that will be it for today as you and I begin our day of actually, uh, you know, it's funny. We started off the show talking about some of the stuff that we're advertising in the secret Facebook group. The reality is, folks, we're off, our, off to our real jobs to go get real money. Yeah. Because the, although the podcast on occasion does help out, it does not uh, actually pay things like rent. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what's just a really quick comment that I find this part here. Where we might actually have been of value to this person. Mm -hmm. That's the important part of it all. Absolutely. 
Um, do we have some kind of a way to end these things? I don't think we do anymore. We used to, so, and now we, we don't. So I think we just kind of to fade off, don't we? <laughs> Is that a Bye, yes? Dawn. <laughs> Bye, Dan.